0: Hey,
1: Sabri.
0: What should we do on today's podcast? The same thing we do every podcast, James. Try to save the world. It's Aubry and James. It's Aubrey and James. One is a jock. The other the games. James.
1: Welcome, everybody, back to episode 15 of Two Fools Save the World.
0: Sabri, what's going on, man? Well, it's good to be here. Another uh, podcast. We made it to... Podcast number 15, so that's a good deal. Hey, hey. But... Number 15.
1: Staying alive. Oh, Did you say staying alive? That's yeah, I no,
0: wrong song. Shut <laughs> up. i not the best music <laughs>
1: Celebrating good times. Come on.
0: That. But it's COVID 19, so it's like staying alive, staying alive. True, true, true. Staying alive. (laughs) But yeah, so speaking of COVID 19, just my week, we're getting, I got my ass kicked this week. I'm not even going to lie. It's still affecting us. Tensions are high. People are calling out of work. They're sick. And, you know, it's affecting at least my hospital with some of the healthcare workers. So I really just, yeah, got my ass kicked. But how's your week going?
1: Well, it's fucking hot. What's funny too is that we're in a state of nearly lockdown again, and we'll get into that a little bit later in some of the topics that we talk about. But the, I think this is like the hottest, been the hottest weekend to date this year with summertime and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And. And I can't go to the pool because it's closed. (laughs) It pisses me off. Like, just to kind of, like, jump in the pool just to kind of cool off a little bit. Another thing that fucking pisses me off, and I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but if you have a Nest, you know what a Nest is? The Nest thermostat. Yes. Yeah, so that's the home, kind of like automation, supposed to help you save money on whatnot. It controls your AC. You can opt into a program that's called Nest Energy Saver normally it's good because they save energy where they don't allow your AC to turn on during certain hours of the week to save electricity cost. And normally it's not a big deal because why? Well, I'm either at work or I'm out or I'm in the pool or doing something. Well, they implemented that system as of Friday and Saturday and Sunday. So what that does is you cannot turn on your AC past a certain degree. And normally the is like 81 to 82 degrees where it's set in your house. So my house was a fucking sauna (laughs) 80 to 81 might not sound that bad compared to like some people had like 120 degree weather or anything like that, but I can't turn it on or off. Like if I do say, you know, I don't want to do it on Saturday and I want to just be able to have it completely cool. If I turn it up past that, I immediately get disqualified from the program. I don't get the energy saving cost. So I was sweating buckets on Saturday. That's uh, Yeah. I was really kind of upset. I think I literally got and took a cold shower just to kind of like,
0: How much do you save? Because I would ignore that shit right away and be like, nope, my shit's on 74.
1: It's actually pretty substantial. Like, normally, what I would get a month and electricity would be about $100 with that and the saving and a cost break. It gives me about nearly half off. So I save about 50 bucks a month. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's not bad. So, in hindsight, I guess I could, you know, and, you know, I could afford to lose a couple of pounds too so i guess (laughs) look on the bright side you know it's a sauna. i maybe lost a couple like pound and a half at least so if anything it probably did good for me so silver lining
0: (laughs) well i'm glad uh i'm glad you lost some pounds and sweat your balls off (laughs) yeah yeah i'm not gonna go with that anyways
1: going into it (laughs) as we're trying to get a little more positivity we're gonna hit our segment this week of course which is a little good news
0: A little good news by
1: two And something that I saw the other day excited me. Probably the most exciting thing that I saw in 2020. And this is a nerd speaking to me. They released, well, announced, it's not released yet. It's going to be released in August. But they announced that Lego has partnered with Nintendo and you're gonna be like why the fuck do you want this but i want it they're releasing a life-size version tv and all of the original nintendo entertainment system <laughs> <laughs> it's a life-size it's literally the actual size of the controller right in lego form uh-huh. with a wire you fucking connect it to the actual nes system itself they give you a little Lego sized cartridge, you know, that you can kind of put in. And the kicker is the TV that they get to it. The TV has a little mechanical arm that you twist that will then make Mario go on a stage as Legos are coming across. And you kind of control them by just, you know, moving them up and down. It's the, it's the really most, it, it's the funniest thing you probably saw. But I'm all like, dude, that would look fucking perfect on my wall right there. You know, it's a perfect thing when I do my regular stream, you know, the background thing. No, it? uh, It's life size. I think the TV is probably like a uh, close to maybe like a nine inch TV, but the Nintendo is the actual size of what the Nintendo NES actually is. But okay. you're gonna call you're gonna call me an idiot though when I tell you how much it is. Ask me how, how much it, is is. it?
0: How much? Two
1: hundred and thirty dollars.
0: You're an idiot. <laughs> I I know, but Dude, here's the thing. I could here's... just imagine. I I could just imagine you like somehow you lose on this fictional game. And you throw down the controller and it breaks into, like, hundreds of pieces. <laughs> yeah, rah, rah, rah. And you have to try to put it together again.
1: Oh, man. That that puts a new term that'll, you know, rage quit. And just literally destroy <laughs> right? all the Legos and stuff. That fucking Mario can't make him pass this block. Bah. It's like <laughs> all over the place.
0: Dude, I haven't heard that term in a while. Rage quit. I used to make people rage quit all the time. Oh, the uh, glory wow. days. Well, in other
1: news, another good thing. So, so I'd, i like to normally say something pertaining to me. And then another thing pertaining to somebody else, Uh, I saw this online, which I thought was pretty cool. There was a a pilot who retired. He Mm. did 25,000 hours of flight. And in his last flight, which it doesn't say where he flew from or what, uh, aircraft or anything he did, but for his last flight upon landing, there was a bunch of fire trucks down on the uh, runway and they gave him a water salute. So all the fire trucks shot off water, and as the plane was going through, it kind of went underneath the water. So it was like a uh, arc of water going over, uh, almost uh-huh. kind of like how uh, you think like flowers or stuff, or like trumpets and people going underneath that. So yeah, the plane was going underneath the water. It looked cool. It was just a little salute to him, like you know, thank you for your, your however many years you did in the twenty-five thousand hours of flying, and it was just a cool little gesture, a nice way to like kind of send off. I thought that was neat.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's always cool to get a good send off. That's how you want to go out. Yeah, exactly. With appreciation. So, some good news on uh, my part. So, I started off with some, a little negative rant at the beginning, and let's turn that negative into a positive. So, on Saturday, I ended up working. Uh, we were short staffed. You know, five people got sick, they called out, and it was pretty much regular staff. Just me and my buddy Art. And I was in ER and I don't think I could have done it without Art helping me. So I'm just going to give a shout out to Art. Thanks for all the help. I don't think I could have made it through that shift without you. That was probably one of the worst shifts I've ever had. So just thanks for being there when I needed you. So special shout out to Art. And then some other good news. Um, The title of this good news is Superhero Brings Smiles to 100,000 Sick Children and Families. Since his mom died, he started this in 2009. His mom died of cancer. So his name is Yuri Williams, and he's from Long Beach, California. He started a nonprofit called A Future Superhero and Friends. So this nonprofit not only counts hospitals as its area, but it does... Um, underserved communities as well and he organizes blood drives toy drives and movie nights all while wearing his superhero costumes mainly spider-man but i've seen them in some deadpool and other costumes and um, the big deal about this is um, just last september 2019 he and his um, nonprofit organization has visited all 50 states in the united states so. Wow. you Right. So he was able to to help children out all over the US. I thought that was a pretty cool story. So shout out to Yuri Williams and his nonprofit. Thank you for all you do and uh, putting smiles on children's faces.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool.
0: Yeah. any Anytime you could bring a smile to a child, I think that's just amazing. And the fact that he traveled to all 50 states to do it that's just, what a good guy. It's
1: nice to know that somebody cares about the children. And <laughs> that, that will yeah. be
0: a little segue as we
1: talk later on this podcast. <laughs> so we'll save that fuel for a little bit later. Yeah. But but, but that's, uh, that's definitely cool. I love these little feel-good stories because I love that we start this segment and spread a little bit of positivity and learning some things new because it does put a nice smile on what otherwise has been a pretty dark year.
0: Yeah, it has been, and this week has been pretty dark, but the dude gets to wear a Spider-Man costume, so that's pretty awesome.
1: That's winning right there. I mean, if I could just walk around with an Iron Man costume, and let's be honest, I do sometimes, but when I can do, you know, yeah, I feel empowered. I am Iron Man. (laughs)
0: That's funny. So speaking of uh, feeling empowered, what do you think about the Washington Redskins this week with what's going on? So, mixed
1: feelings. At first, I'm all like, sell out, initially. That's mm-hmm. the first thing that comes to mind. And you may ask, why does that come to mind? Because I feel like they're pressured. Initially, the Redskins, and this has been talks for like a long time, the Washington Redskins, NFL football team, for those of you non-sports uh, sports fans, their name has been around the center of a controversy for a while. Of people saying they should probably change their name. But the owner, uh, Dan Schneider, always stated and he always like fought for this that said the name represents honor, respect, and pride. Until Pepsi and Nike saw like, nope, it's not. This we're not gonna give any more money. And then all of a sudden he changed his tune. He's like, you know what, this is racist. It sucks and it has to change. (laughs) So (laughs) the influence of the fact of money ultimately made him change the name. And not for the reasons that I think it really should be, is because either he feels like it is racist or does kind of give a bad or negatory uh, mark on or negative way towards Indian American. Uh So I I feel like the reason they did it was not good reasons. But what ended up happening, July 2nd, FedEx basically demanded that the Redskins change their name. And then literally hours after that, Nike was all like, all right, but we're going to Make you change your name, too. We're going to take away all the Redskins merchandise off its online stores. And then even then, they're all like, "Yeah, well, OK, we'll live. And then five days later, Amazon was all like, we're going to drop all your merchandise till you change. And that's when they kind of went like, all right, we, I think uh, we, we, we need to start looking at this. And it's getting serious now.
0: Yeah. So,
1: July 3rd, the team announced that they will review the team's name and logo. And then they announced shortly after that, they will then retire the current name and logo.
0: Yeah, I find that interesting, like, why is Nike, like, is there that much bad publicity going towards the Washington Redskins name? Because I've heard a lot of um, Native American people, their favorite team is the Washington Redskins just because of the name, so I'm not sure where this negative publicity is coming from. I'm sure not all Native Americans like the team name, but... I know a lot of them do like it, so I'm not sure why Nike and Amazon and whatever felt the pressure and need to step in, but they did, and money talks, so the name is changing. And Redskin and the logo, I guess, yeah, I guess it could be considered um, a racist term, especially in today's era. Everyone is more sensitive than they were like 50 years ago right so i get it i get like the whole the whole I, I thing can,
1: but i can understand it but i don't think it was it's ah, see this is funny the logo i have no problem with i actually think the logo's good the logo is just a, literally a uh, side view of you know a, a chief essentially or a native american no different than what yep. like on a coin which i believe there's you Know, like, you know, the side, the pres- the side of the president's head in the coin or whatever. Almost, I feel like the same effect as a uh, redskin on, like, you know, side profile of it. I don't think anything's wrong with that. The name of it, Redskin, I mean, it is kind of derogatory. I don't really think a lot of people kind of realize it's derogatory. So I think they only made it derogatory by bringing up, like, old shit, saying this is what happened and whatnot. Uh, but. Mm. I feel like what's going on and with everything talking about racism and, you know, the whole black lives matter movement. And it kind of reminds me if you, if you're in a relationship and you get into an argument with your spouse, and, you know, it turns out, you know, it starts to be a little tiny thing of, like, maybe she burnt the cookies, right? And all of a sudden, this whole turn thing, you know, you burnt the cookies, you can never fold your laundry right, your mom's fat, you know, and everything else starts going up. All this woodwork comes out, and, like, then next say, you know, I always hated the car you picked me up in the first night we went dating. All the shit from the woodwork starts coming together, and then
0: mm-hmm.
1: shit starts changing. Like, oh, okay, well, let's start doing this that, you know, was a problem 12 years
0: ago and change it now. I don't know. Well, the logo was created in 1971, and it was actually created by a Native American named Walter Blackie Wetzel. And when he created the logo, the Indian you were describing right now, he created it after a member of the Blackfeet tribe. So this is an actual um, presentation of someone from an Indian tribe so I don't think the logo itself is an issue either, and um, yeah, I guess it's more with the name, but it tells it kind of shows you like how much pride certain people of the Native American culture do take with this. When this family heard about it, you know, they kind of explained like they take great pride in the Washington Redskins and their logo because that's something that came from their Indian heritage, their family.
1: Right. And I'm curious to wonder if, like, you know, the people like FedEx is mostly the people that led the charge, right? They started. Was there any actually Native Americans or representatives from that culture that actually said that they should change the name or suggest people that are thinking on behalf of the Native American culture and thinking just because it has a term that references them, it shouldn't be involved in the sports of any kind. Right. And they hold the money. If you hold the money, unfortunately, you hold the power, essentially. Uh, Both both, uh, some of the other sponsors that decided to jump on the bandwagon because everybody else decided that it was time for the residents to change their name. You know, it's Bank of America, it's Nike, it's Pepsi, uh, FedEx, all like heavily pressured them to change their name. And yeah. all of them are like huge sponsorship dollars towards the Redskins and stuff. So the guy had no choice. He was put in the corner of uh, Dan Snyder. He was literally put in the corner and it's either like, okay, we try to fight for what we believe in or just say, fuck it. You know what? Change the, change the name and make everybody happy. And let's move on with this, which in hindsight, he probably took the high road of it though. But I do think he's still sold out. Cause if you are truly standing behind your name and actually believing in something, dude, you just fucking gave up. You're like, yeah, I don't really care. Just change it. And let's just play football next year.
0: I don't know if he took the high road. They took, uh, I think he took the road to greener pastures. Well, he, he took, <laughs> yeah,
1: he took the easy way out necessarily.
0: Yeah, he took the road for it because he held that he he's been getting this pushback for a few years now. Um, but the the thing I'm thinking is, if they got this guy changing his team's name, what's it going to lead to other teams' names? You know, I mean, you I'm gonna. Their,
1: f- File a petition saying I'm lactose intolerant. I don't like the Packers because it references cheese heads, you know. I'm gonna petition the name to they ref- references reference like broccoli heads. <laughs> yeah. But then you're gonna but then you're gonna piss off the vegans because now you're talking about broccoli and vegetarian and stuff like that or like veggies. Like fuck. Like where, yeah, where you does might
0: that? you might get the porn stars involved and in saying they like giving heads, so I don't know. <laughs>
1: But yeah, I but mean, the, on the serious note, get-
0: it goes back to like the real teams like the Atlanta Braves, you know, that has a Native American background to it. You have um, the Cleveland Indians, you know, these are Native American teams, the Chicago Blackhawks, their mm-hmm. logo, that's a hockey team. Their logo is actually similar to the Redskin logo.
1: Yeah, I'd probably say it's similar to that. And I do I have read articles on that, too, where they're saying the Blackhawks isn't necessarily a derogatory term as a Redskin would be, which, I mean, I guess maybe. And to your point maybe. about the, the Indians and the Atlanta Braves, I know the Atlanta Braves are getting really heavily pressured right now to change their name, but they're kind of standing their ground saying they're not. But they said the whole chant that people do, and it's a famous chant where literally you kind of do like a karate chop and you do the whole like native chant, you know, Oh oh, oh, oh." yeah. 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 It's called the tomahawk chop. Yeah. Yeah, It kind of hypes you up a little bit, man. I kind of want to go, you know, just do the whole chop, but I can Mm -hmm. see that because what it's referencing, it's referencing literally, like you said, a tomahawk chop and what that normally is, is you're normally chopping somebody head off essentially, or you're using that to fight your enemies and you're chopping away. So that I can kind of see. And part of their, uh, merchandise that they sell is that little foam you know people have the foam fingers but the atlanta braves they had the little foam tomahawk chops it's <laughs> a so little kids yeah kind of like wailing yeah. on that so i figured you know they'll probably take away that uh the yeah. indians that's the only team name where i kind of can see the logo being a little bit racist and insensitive
0: because it's not the cleveland native americans or what
1: well it kind of goes back to it reminds me of like cartoon culture and like early 80s cartoon culture where they had, like, faced on TV, and they, you know, had, mm. like, uh Bugs Bunny literally smoking a cigarette and other things like that, and different right. racist things. Um, I even remember, like, watching a Looney Tunes cartoon, like, way back in the day, and they had a, uh, you know, person, a black person eating a watermelon. I was all like, damn, they really did that? And as a kid, you don't know, because you don't see race as a kid, like, yet. Right.
0: You know, you're,
1: not, you're not born with racism. You're raised by it with it. Um, yeah. so like me thinking that as a kid I'm like I didn't even notice that until I was much older It's like holy shit so the, the actual logo of the Indians kind of reminds me of that because it's a uh, it's a red Indian if I believe uh, yeah, with a right. really super big ass grinny smile on it you know yep. and I mean I, I can see that as a, I, I, if I look at it in a, a glance like, I don't see anything it's wrong a character. with that yeah. that's what it yeah. is Yeah, exactly. So I I can see maybe how that might be or might be taken as a little like insensitive towards.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure if this is if the Redskins are gone, I'm sure that's gone, too. They'll have to change their logo or something. But one step further, it's not just uh, Native Americans. Like what's next? What about the Cleveland Browns? What if uh, Hispanic heritage and uh, black heritage, the BLM or something want to get involved
1: yeah. What, no, if they, the, what if the they... Aztecs or other place like that and you know, team names and things. And Wait, fuck just... it. Get Pita pick PETA involved, man. No longer no more long, no more ducks. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> no I don't know. Ducks. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Yeah.
0: PETA's like, they're called the Mallards. The mighty <laughs> Mallards.
1: <laughs> We're gonna have like the the Washington Hug Fest and the uh the Anaheim High Fives. <laughs> That's oh, like that, they're like, "What? We can't high five. It's COVID nineteen. It's giving a nod. Okay, fine. Anaheim nods, <laughs> like you can't, yep. you can't touch."
0: So, and I, I, don't know. I know I, I brought up the Cleveland Browns, just so you guys know, uh, listening that uh, the Cleveland Browns, their name came from one of their famous Cleveland head coaches, whose last name was Brown, and that's how they were called, the Cleveland Browns. But I'm just saying, like, if people today are taking it a step further, you know. They will be like, Brown, they're talking about skin color. We can't have that. Change it. True. So, so who knows where it's going to lead to. But, you know, it seems like the the more we get down the road, the more sensitive we're getting. So things if, will it, it feels be It that way.
1: And no, well, need to say, like, it doesn't affect me for the whole Redskins changing their name and anything like that. But it doesn't affect me because I'm not really a Redskin fan. I mean, I like the team.
0: Well, it's uh, not but, really about us or the fans, it's about the Native American people and how it's they not, feel. But, yeah, and, I'm, I'm f- and I would be a little bothered if Amazon Nike and all these people jumped on the bandwagon just because and it and it really didn't bother Native Americans. Like that's the thing that would bother me. But if it if it actually bothers them, then yeah, they should change it.
1: If it is, but that's what I think. I don't think it is. And I think and people we, are Yeah, we don't know though don't know for sure but i feel people are trying to fight other people's battles and think they're doing the right thing by making this happen
0: well i think everyone's so scared of not doing the right thing that they're gonna get labeled as a racist like well, that, let's say like how nike or fedex started it no, and exactly. then amazon five days later was like oh crap i don't want people to think we don't like native americans right. let's jump on it too
1: Everybody doesn't want to be involved with it. They don't want to be labeled as a person that's supporting either a racist team or like a racist company. And so they want to wash their hands with it. Kind of the case in point where we talked about Twitch a couple of weeks ago. If you don't know what we're talking about, I advise you to listen to, I believe it was episode 13. Uh, we talked about uh, Mixer being shut down. And one reason because it is because the upper management staff were accused of racism. And all of a sudden, Microsoft decided to shut down Mixer. Why? Because I, I believe they don't want to be involved with something that has the term racist in it. So. Yeah. And is it a good is it a good thing? I don't know. Is it a bad thing? I don't know either. I, I do think it's probably smart to cover your own ass in it. And I think that's what a lot of these companies are doing. I don't really think they kind of care about exactly the reason behind it. They just don't want the bad press, so they're wiping their hands clean of it. Regardless right. if it's good or bad.
0: You know, bad press equals uh, losing money, and no one wants to lose money. So I get it.
1: Yep. Speaking about losing money, another topic that we're talking about, funding and education. So what's going on now, in the height of corona, round two, that's coming up. You know, there's talks about how we're going to open up schools back again, and um you know, the, the fall semester that is currently coming up, because we're already in summer. It's July already. Uh, school is just basically a month away in the fall semester. You know, what are we are going to have in-person classes? Are we going to have online classes? Is it going to be a hybrid model? What's going to happen? Well, Trump, he sent a tweet out, and I believe that tweet came out on July 10th, and he basically said, you know, virtual learning has proven to be terrible compared to, like, in-school or on-campus learning, and he basically threaded everybody was like, why are you going to give, uh, these schools government funding if they're not actually going to be open? And he kind of put a quote, like, we won't like, you know, you're not going to get any type of uh, funding or anything. And did you even hear about, uh, you know,
0: the education. What, hold on before um, you move on. Like what data does he have to prove that? Like how long have they been doing this online education? He's just speaking out of his ass again. Yeah, he doesn't. There's he's a dumb broad- fuck.
1: We, we, we all know President Trump's a dumb fuck, and that's literally all he's saying. Like, it, the, the guy can barely probably fucking use Twitter, let alone trying to figure out how to join a Zoom or Amazon meet, or a Zoom yeah. meeting or something like that to let you, him out.
0: Talking about like defunding and stuff. How about, how about instead of defunding because they're not in school, how about funding the schools so they can have better online programs? But whatever. <laughs> I will say this, and this is definitely probably the only thing I would
1: actually probably maybe agree with Trump on something.
0: What the fuck? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You agree with Trump?
1: I agree where he said that. Shut the
0: fuck up!
1: <laughs> that so far virtual learning has proven to be terrible. And I agree with that. I think virtual learning from a high school down to uh, kindergarten level has been a whole complete clusterfuck.
0: Are we talking yeah. about this short period of time?
1: Yeah, no, I because don't. They think, had, nothing, no, no, they had
0: nothing in place. It's not like COVID was planned. Exactly. Like, no, that's oh, what 20, I think. So I do believe. I do believe. It's been- I see COVID coming. Let's have something in place so when it hits us in two years, we're going to have a good online yeah. program. No, I, they I, had no I, prep time I, for that.
1: I I agree with them. The fact that he said it's been terrible. Now I don't think that like that's the terms to say, okay, we should completely give up on this project and go back to Instagram. No, no, no. Like you said, you'd use the funding to reinvest into better online services and to reinvest to make sure that is uh, you know, a better experience for the, uh, students and faculty alike and also training to the parents who are now all it administrators and it admins and support and helping their kids and learning because a lot of like this that's the reason that's gone you know array is because you have your your parents uh you know your grandma's your grandpa's Uh, that are trying to learn how to join a Zoom meeting and to figure out how to connect to the Wi-Fi in order and why their kid can't be heard because either the microphone's on mute or somebody's playing music in the background. So there's all these other things that nobody really expected unless you are experienced in it that can cause and have a bad effect on the, the students' learning. So all that's in the play. Um, so I, I agree with them that I, yeah, I, I agree with them that's been terrible. I don't think that it should be scrapped though.
0: Agreed. But I don't yeah. agree with you agreeing with Trump. <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> Did you hear though the statement made by uh Secretary
0: Betsy DeVos, I believe her name is? Wait. Betsy DeVos? hmm Hit that beat. I do not like that lady, as you can tell.
1: She was the one that kind of came out and basically threatened all the administration's uh, school administration to say, you know, if you're not opening back up, you're not going to get your funding. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. And then certainly after that, Trump actually made his tweet and said said that, too.
0: Yeah. So, So she said she's going to take away funding from the schools if they don't open up.
1: Not the, that exact term. She played around the fact of it, but the, the gist of it was, yeah, if you're not opening it up, you're going to get cut funding. It's basically, they're, they're trying to impose a question, like telling you, you know, would you give a school money if it's not open? Like, would you give somebody money if you're not actually getting its worth? They're trying to get people on their side because I don't think right. anybody believes like, you know, yeah, like, no, give the school funding mm-hmm. instead of stupid Donald Trump saying, like, we're not going to give them funding because they're not open
0: because he's a dumb fuck. So she's trying to... <laughs> force kids to go to school so they have a good reason for uh them funding them. Is that kind of what's going on? Pretty much. Hit that, that beat. That's
1: a good beat, I gotta say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it goes good with her. <laughs> well, yeah, know. so so before we get into it, like this is this is kinda like a little COVID talk, but it goes with the topic. When COVID first started, I warned my, my friends in the healthcare, I warned coworkers. I said, don't be sheep, it's not the time to be sheep, because sometimes people with power and authority are able to put in, make rules and policies, but that doesn't mean they know what they're doing, you know, like, like my buddy John, um, he works at a healthcare facility, and you know... Maybe he has someone who's in charge of him with the same amount of time. Well, is that someone you're going to trust? They have just as much experience as you. Why are you going to trust their opinion on the matter? Why would you think they know more than you do or what's best for you? Well, that applies with our government officials also. They don't know much more about this COVID-19 than any of us. So... Why are you gonna just follow blindly on what they say? It's not—it's not the time to to be sheep. Yeah,
1: it's a good way to put it.
0: So unless you're holding
1: ut- money out in front of you, then you're gonna follow. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> what. <you're> <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So here's here's one of my issues with Betsy DeVos and Trump trying to open up schools. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I didn't even say it this time, but it never <laughs> I, gets old. It I never gets old. felt like home. it should, but it felt like uh, it was, there. was that for Trump or was that for Betsy? Yeah, the latter. Okay, so one of the issues is, it seems like they're not looking out for our kids. We do not know if it affects kids or not. We don't know if they get if they get COVID nineteen. I know it's highly unlikely that they can get it. But how do we know? Schools have been shut down. Did we not learn anything from Phase One? Phase One, we shut the we shut California down, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's not so bad. Look, the hospitals, the it's going away. There's not that many cases anymore. Everything opens up. People protest. Boom, we're worse than Phase One now. Phase Two is worse than Phase One." So I don't. It, I hear them talk, but I don't hear them thinking, and that's an issue, especially with government officials. Yep, I agree. Didn't you um see a video on Betsy? She was saying something in the interview. No.
1: Well, yeah. The mostly the interviewers were talking about just the funding in schools, but uh, to go on from what you said, some stats just to go along with the whole COVID talking phase too. And currently, you know, across the 50 states of the United States, 39 states are getting increases in COVID cases. Uh, just this past Sunday alone, Florida had reported 15,000 new coronavirus cases. Smashing the previous day record held by New York at the height of the outbreak, which is back in April, where everything was really, you know, going crazy. Uh, that day record was 12,274. Uh, So they beat it by a sum of like uh, what? that's 326 if I can do my math right, which I hate math. (laughs) Florida, which they have the highest on record now, day is now one of the states that is planning to open up schools full time. Uh, The governor, Don DeSantis, uh, Ron Ron DeSantis, pardon me, uh, stated that if he's confident, if you can open up a Home Depot, if we can open up a Walmart, we can open up a school. And he actually said that. I'm like, the fuck? Like, really? This was was the governor? The governor of Florida. Yeah. He's like, he is Republican.
0: Yeah, I was guessing that. All right, (laughs) go on.
1: But he says, like, you know, we can open up a Home Depot. We can open up a Walmart. Uh, So, you know, we should be able to open up a school. Like, dumb fuck. Like, first of all, like, you know, I'm not in an aisle with 30 other people trying to buy wood from Home Depot and first of all I have an option of choosing to go to Home Depot I don't have to go to Home Depot I can order online yeah. I have options I don't have to be involved there's kids that don't have options <laughs> you know like at least in this sense you're not giving it, it makes the same. you either go to school or you're going to drop out one of the two like, you know, you yeah. can't say, I don't want to go in that classroom with Timmy and Joanne sitting next to me, you know, and stuff like that and bugging me. And no, kids are kids. They're going to fucking be kids. And that's not the negative thing. They're just, that's what they are. They're kids. They goof off. They goof around. They're not going to necessarily pay attention and try to social distance and do anything like that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy to, to kind of think, you know, you're not giving your kids or the parents for that matter, uh, different options in education. You know, you kind of putting, uh, you know, my choice. You know, you're not giving me a choice, or literally, my choice is: I can have my kid go to school, or I can risk his health and safety, or just not educate my kid. So that that kind of dumbfounded me, and I'm like, all right. Uh, And again, it goes back to what Betsy DeVos said. (laughs) Sorry, I decided to do that. And then what yeah. Donald Trump said, <laughs> as far as them like cutting off the funding. And I think what these uh, school administrations are doing, they're freaked out that they're not going to get their money. And because of that, they're saying, okay, we got to get these kids back in school, which I think is stupid.
0: Yeah. So Betsy DeVos was in um, an interview. Well, she's been in multiple interviews since this <laughs> issue, but she made a statement. Um, They asked her a question of um, how do you feel about the safety of the kids going back to school? And she quoted the YMCA says the study shows that it doesn't affect kids. And we were like, wait a second, the YMCA, what does the CDC say? Because that's what the government funds and what we're behind the United States Oh, well, the CD and she tried to blow off the damn question, but good thing the interviewer, she kept going back, what does the CDC say? And the CDC says kids can be carriers. In fact, the CDC says that they are worried if you open up schools and you have kids together in large Mm -hmm. groups, Mm -hmm. that it will spread at an enormous rate and more people will get it. And when they told her this, she says, well, if we teach our kids to wear masks and to wash their hands, it'll be highly unlikely they get it and they won't be carriers. And I'm like, bitch, you try telling a seven-year-old that they have to wash their hands every five minutes. That shit is not going to happen. She's fucking retarded. Oh, my gosh. Like, just hearing her speak, how she got in this position Baffles me. Baffles me. Like it's crazy. In fact, I'm going to tell you why she got in this. Do you know she is the only person ever that had to come down to a deciding vote by the vice president? She is so bad at her position, it came to a 50-50 vote. And Mike Pence, the vice president, had to be the deciding vote to elect her as the secretary of education. That's how bad she is. There has never been a split vote ever at any position in the government. And she is the first. And Mike Pence being the bitch he is, fucking voted her in. But yeah, she she is probably the worst person ever at this position. I Trump, out of all the dumb shit he has done, he should not be president just for electing her in because of her family and shit. But yeah, not to go off on Betsy DeVos, but hit that beat. For bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell man i want to hear the whole thing it's all right <laughs> but yeah so so she Thank made you. another Thank statement you. only point two percent of kids are point zero two percent of kids are likely to die when they go back to school well if you do the math from the website that i went to that did do the math for me that's almost fifteen thousand children that will still die I don't she's if willing point, to risk 15,000 yeah, kids. It
1: could, it could be point zero 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 one percent. Exactly. Still, That'd still be way too high for me to put my child at risk.
0: Exactly. And she's willing to risk it. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with the people we're electing? These people in power, they, they have power, but they have no common sense. They have no regard for the humankind. It's ridiculous. I agree. Mm-hmm.
1: The thing about this, or at least if there's any server lining, right. Is that school districts and administrators and things, they don't have to follow. They don't have to open up if they originally don't want to, but what they're doing, they're, they're holding funds hostage to try to get their way, you know, the dangling the little right. carrot in front of you saying, if you don't do this, you're not going to get, you know, you're not going to get the carrot and you're going to starve to death or something, you're not going to get mm-hmm. the funding and whatnot. What's cool for Lisa, California. Is that, uh, you know, California is now in this kind of semi lockdown mode. It was just announced yesterday. Uh, today's the 14th of July. Yesterday was the 13th. Pretty much anything in California that has to do indoors is closed. You know, shopping malls, gyms are closed again, which, by the way, 24 hour, give me my fucking $18 back for July, motherfuckers. But, anyways, everything that is closed, <laughs> it's closed. Indoors closed. You know, restaurants, movie theaters, uh, all shut down and probably for a while. Like they didn't necessarily say we're going to be closed down for like a couple of weeks. It's probably for a good month and a half, maybe more until this shit's kind of get more under control. Well, school districts shortly after this, at least for Los Angeles and San Diego announced that the fall semester are going to be online only, which I feel that's the right move.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I'm for online teaching. Um, just on the personal note, my kid is not going to school. He will be homeschooled. So, like I said, it's not a time to be sheep. My kid will not get sick for going to school, and he will not bring it home to his family. So mm-hmm. I hope others will follow in these footsteps, which they will. I know a lot of people will because they look at these people and they realize they're idiots when they hear him talk. Just like Betsy DeVos and Trump. They want to cut um, school funding and stuff. They want to cut about $5 billion from public schools. They want to eliminate um, the Unified Champion Schools program and cut the Department of Education by over 10%. But guess what she wants to do? She wants to increase her charter schools by $40 million. So that's been her whole goal from the beginning even before she was secretary of education for some reason her and her family are pushing charter schools charter schools and so once she got in this position that's been her main goal cut public schools increase charter schools and it looks like she doesn't care if 15,000 kids die in the process so that's our uh, secretary of education willing to cut the education but not willing to help it Yeah,
1: I'm sure there's some other conspiracy theories and things behind the scenes that we don't know about. She's getting a little pay cut in some things.
0: Oh, sure. I'll give you a conspiracy theory. I'm starting to think these people are uh, joining together to wipe out some of the low class people. They're starting to figure out what they really want in society and who they want to get rid of. It's starting to seem that way, but that's just a conspiracy theory.
1: We'll let that marinate for a little while. <laughs> well, on top of California, at least, you know, it sounded like California at least starting to make the right moves, at least so I thought. Los Angeles is, San Diego is. Then you have Orange County. You know, little old Orange County, you know, people who protest at the beach are closed. <laughs> and All the same shit, those same fuckers. Uh-huh. Uh, Orange County is opening up schools next month. They've, uh, the, the Board of Education for Orange County, voted for the one to reopen schools next month for in-person instructions and without social distancing guidelines and masks are not required. Obviously that caused a lot of outrage. You know, one comment I was dumbfounded on by it looked like what was a member of the board with a megaphone outside talking to protesters who were protesting this. Uh, She, I don't know what her name is. So let's just call her Karen. So, this bitch <laughs> stated <laughs> that the CDC says the risk of anyone under the age of 19 to die is 0.0%.
0: Dude, I think she's uh, related to Betsy. Be her sister <laughs> they, or something. They,
1: pr- they probably are.
0: Which I don't like, you know, I am nowhere near a
1: professional. You work in the field. So, you know, you know a lot more than I have. But, I don't get how nobody understands or nobody even gets the concept, not even, you know, if it's not proven, the fact that it could be a chance that this could be real, why even risk it, that kids can actually be a carrier of this virus and spread it. You're putting 30 kids in a classroom, you're basically creating a coronavirus nuclear bomb if somebody happens to have it.
0: exactly. One person
1: walks in with that, all 30 kids have it. And I'm just exactly. putting that lightly because mm-hmm. th- you know, schools are overcrowded, man. 30 is probably on the lighter side. It's more close to, you know, especially when you and I were in mm-hmm. school back in the day, there were sometimes mm-hmm. 40, 45 kids tops, you know, people sharing yeah. desks, <laughs> you know, people sitting on the side, you know, we like on the wall and whatnot because they don't have the regular, you know, desks to actually fit everybody in. And yeah. it's going to be like this too because I'm pretty sure because of this, You're going to have teachers not wanting to go teach because I don't want to fucking risk my life for a damn job. So, you know, I don't want to go and, like, you know, just get coronavirus. So I'm sure a lot of teachers are going to be out. Maybe there's going to be substitutes and stuff too, but probably not. You're probably going to get a handful of teachers wanting to actually say, you know, I'm going to teach. Because of that, you're going to get an influx of kids in one classroom because there's not enough teachers to go around to evenly spread it out so you can have a respectable, safe amount of kids inside one classroom. You're going to get overloaded with kids And this all takes is this one little fucker. And I mean that in a good way because I love my kids. (laughs) One little fucker to walk in there. And knows to him, not blaming the poor little guy, he got coughed on by somebody or he happened to touch something. He took a drink of water that happened to have germs on it that has corona. And all of a sudden now he has corona on his hand. He wipes his nose because it's, you know, he gets a little uh, nose run or anything like that. Now he proceeds to go inside the class. Because he's forced to go to in-person schooling now because people voted that you know we should open up our schools. Fuck off. Now that kid's, you know, going in there, he's like, you know, saying, What's up? High five and his friends, how you doing? What's going on? Can I borrow a pen here? Borrow my pen, touching his desk, mm-hmm. everything like that, you know, saying hi to the teacher, giving hugs. They don't know. They're not gonna do that. Now all of a sudden that one kid has spreading it to like fifteen other people. Yep. You know, and from all those fifteen other people, there's gonna be one kid who goes home and you know in my i'm gonna uh, call out my particular uh, you know kind of like a family and whatnot and heritage you know i'm mexican and that one kid is gonna go home and in mexican culture you know families are like normally we have grandmas and stuff living together this is normally how it is and that one kid is gonna you know spread that virus to his family and guess what his grandma's gonna get it now his grandma who's going like you know really old of age uh she's gonna get the coronavirus and that's gonna be detrimental for her and she will probably die from it.
0: Yeah. And then they're not even mentioning the kids that what they assume they're young, they'll they'll be healthy. They're not even thinking that um what if they have asthma, severe asthma, other yeah. type of respiratory issues. Yeah. So you don't know how those kids are gonna do because we've um secluded them away from it. So because we separated them, we don't know what's gonna happen. So the best thing is to probably keep them separated, keep it safe. And that's where I say the parents just have to step in and say, our government officials are idiots. We're not listening to them. We're homeschooling. We're that's, doing internet school. And that,
1: Yeah, that's one thing I thought about too. So you can answer this better than I can because, like, you know, they always say keep people that has underlying symptoms or they have medical conditions away, and like keep them, like, you know, sheltered. Uh, Uh People who have like asthma per se, like you said, or other type of like, you know, respiratory problems. Right. Normally you don't find that out right away in life. Like, you know, some people are born with it. They catch it. But like you could maybe have asthma and not know it until later in life. Right.
0: Mm, Yeah, it could it could come later. That's true. But I don't know if it's just going to hit you all of a sudden.
1: Sure, but my point is necessarily if you're thinking we're gonna we're gonna like you s-
0: might have an allergy asthma where you didn't know you were okay yeah there you it, go so it's you, almost yeah. impossible
1: to say we're gonna keep away all the people with a uh, you know you know symptoms or not symptoms but people who have like medical conditions away you don't know you could have a medical condition Now, all of a sudden you're putting this environment forced in this environment poor little Timmy and you know in this death trap and now he gets it and little Timmy passes away because he got scarlet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But we don't we don't know. It seems like the hospitals, the age is getting younger. And the one thing that people aren't taking in consideration that I have started to think about these people who are starting to get healthy from COVID-19, we don't know what kind of damage this is causing to their lungs what scarring it's doing to their lungs and what kind of effects it's going to take on them later in life. So just because they recovered from it right now, doesn't mean it's they're going to pay the price later. We don't know what's going to happen later because this is new to us. So the fact that they're still taking this so lightly and not caring about the U S citizens lives, it's kind of bothering to me that these people are the type of people that are in charge. Yep, agreed. So I think we should end the show by me saying her name and then you hitting that beat. (laughs) But before we do, everyone stay safe. Have a good week. Be safe. And what's the Secretary of Education's name?
1: (laughs) Betsy DeVos.
0: Hit that beat.